Today we're looking at Anansaib and what the Naam and the habit of conscious living can bring to your life. I hope you enjoy the next episode. In the fourth verse of Anansaib, the Guru starts by saying, The true name is my foundation. The true name is my foundation which dispels all hunger. It brings serenity, embeds peace in the mind and fulfills all yearnings. I always sacrifice to the Guru whose greatness this is. Says Nanak, listen saints, enshrine love for the word, the true name is my foundation. So Nam is a conscious way of living, is the awakened mindset. It's also a word because the word means, Nam means name. So it is also a phrase and in its most simplistic way we understand Nam as a trigger word that reminds you to be continuously present and that reminds you to be aware that that which is controlling life is the oneness of life itself. Life has its own flow. Life has its own way of doing things and we need to be in alignment with that. We need to stop resisting and trying to make life do more than what it's already going to do. We need to praise and be in joy of what is going on in every moment, not always trying to change the moment. So it is about changing our mindset. And you use Nam as a word, as a way to instruct your mind to remain aware, to remain aware on the oneness of life itself. Remember in verse 2 it said, E manamiriya tu sada raho harnale. O my mind, always stay with this hari, with this flowering, blossoming, ever-flowing, ever-changing universal force. Always stay with that. And in this verse, that Nam, that way of always remembering, is now called the Adhar. Nam now becomes my life sustainer, my foundation. It's like the importance of breath for the body or the importance of water for a fish. Nam for that person who has now started to realize the benefits of thinking in this way, Nam becomes so important that it becomes their only sustainer. When you realize that all other things that you thought were going to give you happiness never brought you any happiness and really happiness was always in your own home, happiness was always there, you just needed to learn how to look at it, how to find it, how to connect with it, then that happiness becomes the only thing that you live by and you live for because you've realized what you've been missing all along. You realize that that has been something that you've been looking for but you always looked outwards. So when you start to live in this way, this becomes the thing that sustains you. And so it becomes your new identity. We always identified with other things. We identify with the body. We identify with our lives and all the circumstances. And we think, if I just keep this stuff or I get more of it, that's the stuff that's going to bring me happiness. But when you find, find happiness within, then you identify that that's who I really am. I am someone who is happy from within, regardless of what's happening on the outside. 
All of the hungers are removed from the mind. The mind doesn't now think that if I do more stuff, happiness will come tomorrow. The mind knows happiness is now and nothing that I do today or tomorrow should change that. I need to stay here in this place. So you don't see the purpose of your life to pursue worldly things. And of course, we carry on living in the life and we carry on doing all the normal things like going to work and, and feeding our families and enjoying our time with our friends. Like you do all those things, but you don't feel that that is the, that is the cause of your happiness. Those things you do even though you are happy, but you carry on living the worldly life that you're living. You don't see the world as responsible for your happiness. And when you think like that, the Guru says, Karshant Sukhman Aivasya, Jin Icha Sapujaya. It brings serenity to my mind. It embeds peace within my mind. And all other yearnings, all the Icha, all the desires that I have are fulfilled. They're already solved. There's nothing more that I can desire that can bring me happiness. Happiness has already happened to me and everything else is just a bonus. So what Nam starts to do is it starts to reduce your cravings. It starts to give you a new way of thinking about life, not constantly looking for more things to fill your life. It interrupts that old way of thinking, that habit, the habitual pattern of always looking outwards for more happiness, Nam is the word, the trigger that interrupts that way of thinking. So we no longer need to rely on other things. And the, the habit of moving in the future or longing for, for better days gone by, Nam is saying, we said this in the last verse, what is, what is not there in this moment? Look at how much, look at how much abundance there is in this moment now. When it becomes your Adhar, what, what the Guru is saying is this can become your default state. This can be what most of your life is like. Think about that for a moment. Think about how much you think life is blissful. How much of your life is blissful? You might have small moments of bliss, but 24 hours a day, most of us are not in bliss. And the Guru is saying, I've found something which is giving me moment to moment bliss. Every moment I'm in bliss, it becomes my default state. I'm not in this craving cycle at every moment. From morning to evening, I'm in tranquility. I've got stillness and I've got peace. I've got tranquility and I've got joy in my life. So this is the default state when you make Nam your habit. You pause hungry thoughts. You put a stop to them and you don't make your life always about satisfying the next desire, the next craving or looking for the next pleasure to bring you happiness. Now, this exercise can't be something that you do intellectually. This has to be something that you experience. It has to be something that you actually bring into your day-to-day -day experience because as an intellectual exercise, this won't last. If you understand it, but you don't practice it, it isn't going to last. It, it, you're, not, you're not going to experience that day-to-day, moment-to-moment. So this is why it becomes a practice. Nam becomes a habit. And remember, you're already in a habit. You're already in a habit of looking for more pleasure at every moment. 
So the Guru is saying, look for the pleasure that's already there in this moment. Make that your happiness. Make that your habit. Because if you don't do this as a practice, your cravings are already so strong. You're already so addicted to this old way or this normal way of living that you'll fall back into it so quickly that you won't even know how it happened. So the Guru is trying to show you that this is something that you need to do and practice and learn and it does happen very easily. It is, it, it's not something that's a struggle, it's a something that removes struggle. It is the destroyer of struggle. So you have to not see it as something that's so challenging and difficult. It's something that you go within yourself and you remind yourself, life is good. It's okay now. Even though there are things that are difficult right now, I am bigger than my problems. There is so much more that I am rather than just worrying about the next hunger that I need to satisfy. And so Guruji uses some very interesting words here. It says, this way of thinking dispels all hunger and fulfills all yearnings. Pukha sabgavanya and Icha sabbujanya. It gets rid of all puk, all hungers and all desires, all cravings. And we'll see throughout Anansaib that desire is a major theme of this composition. Because our wants and our needs and our expectations are huge barriers to our happiness. Remember how we think about desire. Anytime your mind says, I want. If you want to simplify what a desire or craving means, it literally means I want. And why is that a problem? Because we say I want statements all the time. What we're saying with I want is at this moment, if I want something, then I don't have right now. So as soon as you say, I want, it is a statement of suffering. It is a statement of saying, right now, something is missing in my life. Only when that something comes, will this hole be filled and I'll feel fulfilled. So as soon as you say, I want, what you're declaring to the world is, I'm already miserable. So you need to create and be aware of habits. And remember, this isn't about changing your language so that you just find a different way of saying it. You never say the phrase, I want anymore. That's not the point. The point is the mindset of always wanting more. The mindset of always looking at the current moment and thinking, what could make it better because I can't be happy right now. Finding something to make it better isn't what's gonna make you feel better. Feeling better means that you're not gonna be looking for something else. Create the habit of feeling better now, regardless of what's happening. And so this way of thinking is to overcome the dependency on desires. And this seems really contradictory because it's not what we've been taught. We think desires lead to happiness. If we are missing something in our life, we desire it, we work for it, we get it, and so we'll get the happiness in life. But the wisdom is teaching us your desire was already making you unhappy. So if you have a habit of always desiring more, even when you get that stuff that you think is going to make you happy, you haven't broken the desire habit. 
the habit to desire more is still there so you're going to desire more happiness even if you get everything you want the next thing the next desire the next craving is already waiting for you so understanding the relationship between desires and suffering is so important and the guru is going to remind us all throughout anand sahib what this is what this relationship is and how do we break that cycle nam a mantra a word a phrase and a way of bringing ourselves out of our mind and reminding ourselves that in this moment life is full life is complete i know happiness in this moment and when we create that as our habit that becomes our foundation that is how we operate on a day-to-day basis that is our default status and so that becomes the baseline the new frame of mind from which we think and we can learn to be in that state a state where we reduce desires we're not bound by them we're not always looking for more in order to feel better tranquility and stillness is there now not by fulfilling it and 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 adding more to your life and then the guru uses this beautiful poetry that says sada qurban kita guru vitto ho jis diyan eh vadiyan i forever sacrifice to that wisdom to that guru that deliverer that enlightener whose greatness this is that stillness that you feel you realize that life has been so misguided for such a long time for such a long time i've not understood what my life could be like and the guru has created a new conscious version of me where i'm actively aware of my thoughts where i realize that my goal is not to fulfill goals that's not my goal in life my goal is to be present and so the guru allows me to reach this neutral state of bliss i am neutral to all circumstances i am at one and at peace with everything that can happen and does happen all situations in life i am already at peace with them regardless of what happens so this constant tranquility this sahaj is what you experience and this is so different to what we're looking for we're always looking for happiness or excitement we're never in a state of bliss and peace and the guru is saying this is available to you now most of us would really have to ask a question in our life is this truly possible and the guru is saying yes it is possible all the spiritual masters in the world are people who experience this anyone who experiences this will will tell you yes it's possible so this is how you need to judge your life this is how you need to assess what is going on in your life right now am i in my stillness am i in my bliss or am i in my worries and concerns and you'll realize more often than not you're in your worries and concerns and it's so easy to just fall into that trap that you have to really work hard and this is where the guru is giving you the tools use a mantra use nam use a reminder or a trigger word to say i am in my bliss my bliss is available to me right now regardless of the circumstances and once you realize this wisdom you experience this extreme emotion of reverence 
this extreme humility towards the wisdom. Because you realize I couldn't have done this on my own. I wasn't capable of doing this. If I was left to my own devices, I was causing so much suffering and pain and that was just getting worse. Over time, it was getting worse. And when the Guru came and delivered this wisdom, the amount of reverence you feel, the Guru says, Sada Kurban Kita Guru Vittoho. Remember, the Guru is saying, I bow to the Guru. The Guru here we mean as Guru Amr Dasji, the person who's written this Bani. But the Bani itself, the wisdom itself is greater than him. He's saying, I bow down to this wisdom. I bow down to the truth that has been waiting for me. The truth that's always been there, but I didn't know how to access it. So I bow down to this wisdom that is the provider of so much bliss and joy. Nanak says, listen saints, enshrine love for the word. The Guru now says, you, a seeker of this, are a saint. The saint is the one who spends in life, his life in pursuit of this way of thinking, who keeps his mind in this way. The ones who've created Nam as their foundation, they are the saints. And he says, listen, O saints, keep this Shabbat, keep this wisdom, keep this love in your mind. Keep this joy, this tranquility, don't let it shake. So the Guruji is encouraging you to have reverence, encouraging you to continue to surrender your mind, continue to surrender your ideas of control. And remember how great this is to have this, this gratefulness that you need to feel in your life. So he's saying, adopt a love for this wisdom, for this word, this message. Have so much love for this message because this message is the truly the deliverer of all joy and peace. And remembering that oneness through this name, Sacha Nam Mera Adharo, that true name, that ultimate true wisdom, that true way of thinking, the way, the way that I knew was possible, I found within myself. That has become my life support. So here are some questions for you to think about, write down the answers or discuss them in a group. How can you detach your internal feelings from external circumstances? What wisdom word, mantra or naam helps you to interrupt a habit of constant cravings? Can you have tranquility in the present as well as ambitions for the future? Hi, this is Satpal Singh. Thanks for listening and I hope you're benefiting from our podcast. Nanak Nam is all about simplifying the life-changing wisdom of Guru Nanak Dev Ji and making it freely available to everyone through online videos, podcasts, booklets and courses. And we need your donations to help spread these teachings even further. Please consider setting up a regular monthly donation by visiting nanaknam.org forward slash donate. With your support, we're taking Gurmat Global.